And hello, my name is Shahada Abdul Rashid. Welcome to the Philadelphia Muslim Oral History Project. This series is a part of In the Path of Islam, a project brought to you by the Free Library of Philadelphia and funded by the Doris Duke Foundation for Islamic Art. This series and project shares and uplifts the voices of Muslims indigenous to Philadelphia and the Delaware Valley. These personal accounts that you're about to hear are unique, probably not written down, and important to be passed on for future generations. Inshallah, God willing, you will enjoy these stories as told by the people who have experienced them. Thank you, and may you be blessed with goodness always. Good evening. My name is Betty Smith. I am here on behalf of Haja Safi Myra Kareem, who's an 87-year-old Muslim woman who is participating in this interview. The interview was done on January 26, 2022. She was unable to record it, so I am here on her behalf because I assisted her. The interview starts with her saying that she joined Islam, the Nation of Islam as it was called back then, in December of 1955 at age 20. She joined with her husband, Chris White. They later accepted the family Islamic name of Kareem. Her husband, Chris, died June 19th of 2012. Her husband is the one who told her about Islam. He had learned it from a friend. They were looking for a better way of life and wanting to improve themselves. She attended what was then called Temple Number 12. It was located at 1643 North Bailey Street. They later moved to 4218 Lancaster Avenue. While she was attending the Bailey Street location, she was able to meet both Malcolm X and Minister Farrakhan and got to know them each fairly well. The temple was headed at that time by Minister George under the leadership of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Her description of life as a young Muslim woman was mostly during her time at the second location of Lancaster Avenue. At that time, Imam Warif D. Muhammad came and he began to take the lead as minister at that location. She expressed fond memories of her years there at the Lancaster Avenue location and how much she learned and appreciated the sisterhood and unity that was felt back then. Muslims were very proud of who they were. The teachings were very uplifting, and there was always a sense of unity, brotherhood, and sisterhood. She was previously a Christian, 
and attended Bright Hope Baptist Church, which was then and is still located in North Philadelphia. Her husband, Brother Chris, later became one of the officers of the temple. He worked in the secretarial department directly with the leaders of the temple. She said one of the things she most enjoyed was attending the Thursday night MGT, which is called Muslim Girls Training Classes, where the sisters were taught etiquette, cooking, sewing, and anything else that was related to being able to take care of home and family. There was a strong sisterhood back then, and everyone felt supported. There was a lot of camaraderie among the sisters, but everyone worked for the common goals of the temple. Later, Imam Warf D. Muhammad became the head of the entire Philadelphia temple. He appointed her as an officer for the sisters. She was appointed captain, but only held that post for a short period, later resigning because it was interfering with her responsibility to her family. She had young children at the time. She continued to work with the sisters but not in an official capacity. During her years at Temple Number no. 12, she enjoyed everything about the experiences she had. She talked a little bit about how things changed after the death of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in 1975. She remembers how Imam W.D. Muhammad was able to teach religion differently than his father had taught it. His father taught more about uplifting and more about being proud, doing for self, keeping yourself clean, being able to do for self and learn how to be more independent as opposed to depending on others for your income. She felt like Imam Muhammad somewhat liberated the sisters. He relaxed some of the attire rules, which means they were able to dress more westernized. He taught them not to mimic the Eastern Muslim sisters, but to begin to form their own style of covering as was required in Islam for women. Today, Muslim sisters can dress very differently because there are very many sectors of masjids, which is what they are now called, as opposed to temples, represented at our weekly Jumar service on Fridays. Brothers and sisters continue to sit separately during service. She expressed that while everyone may look different, the common belief is that there is no God but Allah. She also wanted to make sure everyone knew that she still keeps up with a lot of the old believers who were back in the temple and throughout the transition from temple to masjid over the years. She remains friends with many of them outside of the Islamic community. When Sister Safi was asked by me how she felt about who she was and what she wanted people to remember about her, this is what she said. She expressed that she never wanted to enforce her Islamic beliefs on anyone, not even her children. She felt people should be able to choose their own religion and how they want to believe. She said she always treated everyone the same. She had a fun-loving spirit and tried to enjoy life 
and everything in it, both good and bad. She spoke often during our interview about her parents and her siblings. They were a very close-knit, large family. Her parents are both deceased, but she is still very close to her siblings. She talked a lot about her husband, although he's been dead almost 10 years, her two children, she recently lost a daughter, her oldest daughter, Gail, and she talked about her two living children, which would be Abdullah and Rashida. She has 14 grandchildren. She mentioned many of them during her interview, especially the older ones, some in college, some raising their own families. She says she would most want to be remembered as a devoted daughter, wife, mother, grandmother, sibling, and friend, and also to be remembered as a devout, dedicated Muslim for nearly 63 years who has always had a kind heart, loving spirit, jovial friendliness, and always accepted everyone for who they were, regardless of religious background. She was a joy to interview. I hope that you all have garnered something from my interview with her. She is a very, very pleasant and interesting person to speak to. I am finished my interview, and I hope you enjoyed it.